your turn stop is that Good morning, good morning, good morning, morning, everyone. I'm a little crunk this morning, excited that we are following up on part two of uh, God and Relationships and Friendships. So just to give you a brief um, recap from last week, we just essentially talked about what it looks like um, to have a godly friendship, godly relationships, um, you know, as Christians, when we come into the knowledge of Christ um, and we start listening to the word of God, we start reading the word of God, we see that there is a uh, certain standard um, that we should be living to. And let me just say this out here for all the people that are watching um, who may not be there yet. It It is a process for each and every one of us. So we're not saying that, you know, you should do it the way that we're doing it. But I do encourage you, just like I encouraged you last time, get into the word of God, because when you read it, you can see for yourself the stuff that we're saying, it, we're not, we're giving our own past experience, right. but we're not giving you the standards. The standard is in the scripture itself. Right. So if you're someone that, you know, you don't really like listening to other people, or you feel like, you know, people are trying to be judgmental, mm-hmm. go to the word and read it yourself because you will see that these are the words of God. We are not creating this um, in our own head. So, um, but just to recap, you know, just going back and forth, if you're seeing these things in your friendship, if you're seeing these things in your relationships, then I strongly urge you to pray about it um, because something's not right. And that is um, idolatry. And idolatry can be, have you ever, I remember when I was in relationships back in high school Mm. and it was like to get a guy, I would do anything he wanted me to do. Like, you know, if you wanted money, I had that for you. If you wanted to have sex, I was willing to do that. And I didn't even know what sex was about back then, but I was doing it just because the guy wanted it. So, um, right. That's a whole, (laughs) that'll take a whole hour. (laughs) Um, but yeah, idolatry, when we put those things before God, that's what that is. And we'll probably get into a little bit of soul ties today, but that's probably another topic where we'll introduce, um, that sort of thing. But, um, inordinate, Oh, good morning. I was like, did he come through? Right. Um, inordinate affection, covetousness. Um, you know, you have friends that they're always wanting to be like the Joneses. You know, yeah. that's not normal. Yeah. You should strive to be in Christ and not, you know, in doing what other people are doing. Um, anger, wrath, malice. Mm-hmm. I've been all three of those at yeah. a point in my life. So yeah. How can you love if you're always angry and bitter and upset with your fellow brother? So if you see that in a relationship, you see that in a friendship where the friend wants you to be upset with someone else just because they don't like them. Red flag. Um, Blasphemy. I hear that on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. I'm not, you know, they just downplay the Holy Spirit. And, you know, that's never a good thing. If you have a, a friend that is constantly saying that sort of thing and you're just sitting there you need to put on your running shoes and get on out of there like our apostle said put on your nikes and run <laughs> right. um filthy communication out of your mouth um liars and this is all from colossians 3 and 5 so if you have some right. time today you know go there and uh read that but these are just some you know warnings that god has given us um when it pertains to friendships so you know just that's just a recap of what we talked about last week um, this week we'll go a little deeper into yeah. friendships and relationships, and we'll let Miss Toya kick it off. Oh, <laughs> all right. And um, I'm gonna piggyback what Minister Mary say. Um, <clears throat> we are we're we're not gonna come up here and think we're perfect. Like right. I said, we the ministry that we're in, 
we're a teaching ministry. And um, the fact that we're a teaching ministry, we're still being taught. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and we spoke to our leadership about this. And, you know, I guarantee you, if they didn't feel that we were ready for this, they would have made that opinion or they would have stated that. So please don't think, oh, they must be got it all together. They holy and thou, because that's not the case. This thing said daily. 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 Seek God daily. Yes. So therefore, we are not going to be perfect until the Lord come get us. So on that point, um, yes. So when we stopped at, uh, oh, Lord, we stopped pretty much what she says. So one of the, one of the ways that um, the Holy Spirit told me about relationships and friendships is that, you know, in a friendship, in a relationship, you have to avoid anything that's not about God. Right. It's really black and white. Everybody don't think it's black and white. And the fact that we've been in these type of relationships, and the fact that we've been in these type of friendships to yeah. do whatever, if anything goes against the word of God, that's not a friendship you should have. Right. And one of the things he told me, um, you know, being around others when you feel uncomfortable, when you can't talk to them about God, oh, yes. when you can't talk to them about <laughs> changing, yes. because when you're around somebody, why would I want you to change? Right. You know, if you change, that means, you know, I can't be around you anymore. If that the fact, deuces, bye. Right. So, um, but we're going to go to scripture so you can see that we're not just talking only by experience. <laughs> but we, we're, we, this is how, this is what helped us. I don't know, mm. I know this with Mary, this is all she talk about. This is what helped me and her. Yes. Going to the word. Everything, in, everything that you need, everything that you're struggling with, with is yeah. in the word. So we're going to go to Ephesians 4 and 29. Ephesians 4 and 29. Let me turn there. I'm there. <laughs> He's like, I'll give you, Apostle said, I'll give you some time. All right. Ephesians 4 and 29. All right. It says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth by that which is good to use for edifying, that is made, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. So, gossiping talking about each other oh, and like i said we can talk about this because we did it <laughs> right. you know what i'm saying so it's not we're like i said we're we are not there yet you know what i'm saying but the fact that we are trying harder to get in the kingdom of god we're using the scripture right. and you know when one of us get offline like all right now bring it on back you know what i'm saying bring it back and that's why no corrupt communication because what comes out of your mouth, you can't heal the next person. You can't help heal them. Right, right. You're making them worse. And we don't understand how powerful right. the words that we say yeah. affects things. So no corrupt communication. Um, let's go to uh, James 1 and 26. Like Mary said, we got scriptures because we don't want to say Toy and Mary say. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like Mary said. Right. Nah. Like I saw you. All right. Sorry, obviously I can't talk and uh, turn pages at the same time. <laughs> All right. So James 1 and 26. Come on, Toya. All right. If any man among you seem to be religious and brighteth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart in the man's religion is vain. And what the Holy Spirit told me about this verse, I can say that I believe in God. I can say that I worship God, right. but then in the other tongue, cursing my neighbor. Right. So no matter how much I praise God in, on Sunday, or no matter how much I praise God during Bible study or prayer line or whatever, 
But outside of that, let me let me tell you what Mary did. Or let me right. you know what I'm saying, girl, let me, you know, that it voids out all my worship. Right. It voids out my communication with God because you can't do that. You can't do that. With the same tongue you have to be and that's one of the reasons why we get into these false relationships because he he's like, You're not even with me. So right. I'm a, I'm going to allow you to wallow in your pain, wallow in your depression, right. because you're not you you know you're not really connecting with me. You might be playing church, but you're not connecting right. with me. So, but yeah, I'm gonna pass it back to her. <laughs> well, you know, to piggyback off of that, you saying that it's so funny because you, y'all, like I said, I'm not judging. I've been in this relationship. Yeah. This was me that I'm talking about. So when I give you a scenario, I'm pretty much talking about myself. Right. But I've been in that situation where, you know, I'm living in sin, fornicating, you know, smoking weed was my thing. Um, and I was on the praise team singing. Uh, this was before my church that I'm at now. But <laughs> I was on the praise team. I was just a singing and declaring things in my home and, you know, Lord this and Lord that. God was nowhere in my home, nowhere in my situation, nowhere right. in my uh, relationship, you know, especially because we were living together. We were, you know, we were doing all kinds of things and I definitely wasn't pleasing God, you know, taking shots, drinking, getting drunk, um, having sex, that sort of thing. Um, this is not for your kids. So make sure you <laughs> put your kids away. <laughs> um, but, you know, I say that to say these were things that I was doing and I believe that Christ was within me and that I was able for others to see Christ in me. And see, this is why we are warning y'all because the enemy is so crafty. He's the God of this world, which means that if how can you be the God of a world if you don't know the ins and out of that particular thing? Right. So right. Um, when Satan, Lucifer fell from heaven, you know, this is where he dwelt. This is, So he knows every little trick and every little thing to convince you that you are living right. And that is the biggest trick that I think he has is the, for us to one. think that we're living holy, we're living righteous, yep. and we're living in filth. You know um, why? Is that why forgiveness? Is that? God is like, oh, the right. Lord will forgive, Lord forgive you. But yep. Hebrews 10.26 says that if you habitually sin, um, I wish we had somebody to put that in the comments. If you knowingly sin and you are habitually sinning and you know the word of God, that there remains no sacrifice. So that right. means that if you die in that sin, you're going to be short because there was no sacrifice for that sin. Now, if you ask God for forgiveness, yes, he is loving enough to forgive you but that grace is gone for that sin once you continue to um commit that sin so you know this is why we're doing this going hard on these topics because we want y'all to wake up (laughs) and realize that it's the enemy you know oftentimes we get in these relationships and y'all i'm some some women and even some men we will bend over backwards backwards to please a man you know we making them lobster dinners fixing lunches and in these relationships for years uh, with SSS <laughs> on it. And he hadn't even thought enough of me to ask me to marry him. So, you know, you're out there. You're doing all of these things. You are, you know, huge? pretending as if you're married already. And this man ain't even thinking about marrying you. That should be your first inkling that you are not the one. Yep. And most men will allow you to stay in that relationship. They will allow you to just continue doing, because you're doing for them. You're giving yeah, them money. <laughs> right. You're letting them drive your car um, while you're at work. You're paying the rent. Um, you're buying them clothes. It, y'all, ladies. Hey, you all in my business, ain't it? Ladies. 
Let me tell you something. We got we got to wake up, men. Yes. We got to wake up. If you have women a, do it too, right? Yeah. That, the women do it too. You have men out here that are, but you want to marry. And in the in the men's cases, I've seen where they want to marry the woman, but the woman is like, oh, I'm not ready yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I have dreams. I have goals that I'm trying to obtain. Right. If I am saying no to a man wanting to marry me, or vice versa, y'all. Get out of these relationships. I hate to see people in relationships for 17 years and you still not married. <laughs> what, what's going on? What are you doing? Yep. This man is just, he's deceiving you. And yeah. God is nowhere in that. And yeah. so um, you see a lot of people on Facebook, oh, pray for my um, my baby because he fell and hurt his knee and he's having surgery. And hmm. it's like, ma'am, you need to be praying for yourself that you wake up and see God in that relationship and that he's right. not there. Right. Um, so I heard this a long time ago. Actually, our apostle said this back when I was at my other previous church, he was there, um, preaching and he said, sometimes we just make up who we want God to be in our minds. Like, so yeah, my God, he okay with me living in sin. He's okay with me smoking. He's okay with me doing this because he loves me so much. That is something you, right. You have created (laughs) that in your mind because. If you go to the word of God, he tells you, right. Um, I put some scriptures up yesterday in a post, um, where God is saying, if you have iniquity in your heart, he don't even hear your prayers. So, I mean, there are cases where he did hear the prayer of the, of a wicked person, but I'm pretty sure that person probably was at the end of themselves and was like, Lord, look, I've gotten myself in this situation and I need you. And that's when a heart is ready. Right. And that's when a heart is ready to receive God because you've gone through it all and you get to a point Hebrews. Oh, thank you, Lady D. Um, You've gotten to a point where you need Christ. So you're going to have to call out to him and you're ready to be saved. And that's where we are. Essentially, like I said, we've been out there (laughs) living it up and the enemy had us on our way to hell. Um, Thank you, Jesus. So, you know, I know you said you were going to pick it back off of that, but. Yeah, I am. And and I'm going to go there because even if you're married, (laughs) even if you're married and you believe that, you know, you know, matter of fact, two Christians, because okay. I, I, it's so funny, y'all. The Holy Spirit led me to this this morning. He said, even two believers, even two believers can be unequally yoked. Timothy Fletcher was talking about that this morning yep. on his, Shut um, up. He, I, what he was he talking about that. that this morning. Even Christians could be unequally yoked. Yeah. Let me help you. Because here's the thing. When you, and of course, Amos 3 and 3, you know, if you don't agree with each other, how can you be one, right? Right. So this was, this was the Holy Spirit gave me. And this is my personal testimony, okay? But it's stuff I've seen. It's stuff I believe. You know what I'm saying? So there, I was married. And y'all, when I tell y'all, we vowed to be 100%. So we gonna keep it real. Toya was married for three months. Longest three months of my life. But listen. So I got married to this dude. He was in church. I was like, oh, Lord, the Lord brought the man to me. Because that's the first thing we say. You know, he's in church, so God bring him to me. (laughs) This is him. This is the Lord. First mistake. Because I didn't pray about it. Right. And, you know, I said, I passed on Lady D. I was, when I tell you I was so deceiving, I told him. I prayed on it. God told me. But see, well, people don't understand that our leadership hands sometimes have to be tied. So we can learn from the mistakes we make on our own. Because like like Minister Mary said, We fathom this whole thing that, okay, the Lord yeah. wants this man to, to <laughs> be my, he brought this man to me. So long story short, 
I didn't listen to God. I wanted I wanted to be married. Right. Everybody was getting married, you know what I'm saying? Wanted so that ring. I wanted to be married and 100% I am wife material. You know what I'm saying? And I knew that. But I didn't love myself. Right. So that was that was the first mistake. And you know like I said, thought he was Christian, but I was praying more. I was seeking God more in this yeah. marriage. I was sharing love in this marriage. And he was doing the complete opposite. And I'm like, Lord, why you give me this man? And the Holy Spirit told me. And I, it was so funny because I never knew that until this morning. He said, you picked him. I didn't give him to you. <laughs> How can you love a man if you don't love me first? You know what I'm saying? Oh, and right, So it's like, if you don't love me, you don't love yourself. Because right. God love is self-love. I don't care what nobody, this whole self-love, hashtag self-love. If you don't have the love of God first, you can't love yourself. Right. Because then you don't, you don't know the true value of yourself. And I didn't have that. Right. So I was playing wife for so many men. <laughs> Ooh, I was, girl. So I was playing wife for so many men. and 12 and, Right, right. <laughs> Technically, yeah, you're right. And it's sad, and people don't, people don't want to be real about it. Like, right. all these relationships is because... I was looking for love in all the wrong places. Yeah. And that's not a cliche. That's that's truth. Yes. If you, like I said, if you don't see God first, not right now, <clears throat> girl, you fine. Okay, thank you. Keep on moving. Oh, you know what I'm saying? And, it's, and I get to that point because, and like I said, you know, our, our Lady D is on here. And she could tell you that I really struggle with self-love. And that's because of a past situation. But we really need to talk about healing. That will be our next section. Oh, and no. because I was addicted to sex, I was addicted to tattoos, I, I, I seeked everything to fill my void. Right. I seek all my friendships to fill my void. Right. And all it took was to be 100% with God. All right, God, I'm tired of feeling like this. Right. And nobody can't, I don't care what you say. Everybody little still small voice. I can be in the act. Uh, your discretion advised. I could be in the act of having sex, and I can hear God plain as day. Oh my gosh! Toya, yes. you're not gonna feel good when you get up. Toya, you're not gonna feel good when you get up. And I'm like, but this feels good at right. that moment. So now I took that moment. Yeah. And now I got the soul tie. Next topic. Right. Now I can't leave him alone. Now I'm buying things and. Bro, you know how much money I would have had <laughs> if I was like really following God. We could have bought this building. <laughs> Toy, and I'm so like, sorry. I hate to stop ahead. you right uh, there, but ahead. y'all, the <laughs> amount of money I be thinking about this sometimes. The amount of money we put into other people, but kingdom. we will not put that same money in. And that's speaking for myself. I'll go buy a eighty dollar pair of shoes, but when it come to time, then I'm like, ooh. Uh, Hands closed, right? I, I ain't got it, but $20 left. <laughs> and we'll go spend that last $20 getting a, a, a pizza or something. Well, at least I will. Yeah. You know, you know. okay, I get paid on Tuesday. I got $20 in my man, account. Now, if I eat today, then... So, you know, it's just crazy how we will put everything else before God. And uh, Jane Gregory said, sometimes we blame God we because do. of our own mistakes. Because I did. I did. Oh, I was... I, I was mad at God. You can't tell me I wasn't mad at this dude. And that's how that's how me and him talk. You know what I'm saying? Right. Lord, now, for real, bro. Like, why you let me go do this? And he was right. like, but I give you free will. Right. You free make your own will. choices. God is not going to say, girl, yes. get up off that man. No. Yeah. Toya, I hit, I'm telling you to get up. And we choose to block. We choose to block what the Lord is saying because it feels good. Yeah. Or you... 
We even, like even, it. Matter of fact, even if you're doing good, Pastor taught this, even if you're doing good, but it's not godly, or if God didn't lead you to do it, it's still void because you're doing it to feel good for yourself. Yeah. But if you're not doing it to glorify God, then what are you doing it for? Right. And that's why that's why right. I turn my businesses over. I turn my kids over. I turn everything over to God because he can do things better than I can. Right. He gave me the heart to serve. And I don't know if y'all noticed, but I serve when God tell me to serve. I don't do the whole... Oh, Toya is so sweet. Cause then that's when you get taken taken advantage of. That's when you get used by people and stuff like that. But now when you're being led by God, He protects that. You know. So yeah, we do blame God. I was we we definitely blame God. (laughs) And as if God is down here doing this stuff for us. You know, we we love to blame. And I wonder why. Cause half of the time we don't even put God first. But when it comes to the bad things in our lives. God is the first person that we blame. Um, but going back to the friendships, relationships, and tying that into what we're talking about, you know, like she said, if you can't have a conversation with somebody and they tell you, girl, that's not right. You right. know, that's not you, your friend. you're right. This, that's not your friend. But we will go hard. We will ride hard. Y'all think about these gangs where people are literally dying um, in, the act or in the act of what, shooting or something like that right. for a friend. That probably don't that, do for you. Right. They'll come to your funeral <laughs> and that's about it. After yeah. you die, then what? What are they what are they doing? To, they can't celebrate you. I mean, so we we go hard for everything other than the Lord. And our friends should be telling us, hey, Toy, you know what? Maybe not put your energy in this person. Maybe you should put your energy in serving Christ. You know, we don't do that. No. We we don't do that. I think Toya. Um, and a few members in my church, and we are a small bunch. I think that's the first time that you can really have a conversation with somebody and really, I'm not going to say call them out, but we call each other out a lot of times where yeah. it's just like, you know, hey, we say this, but are we really doing it? Right. I think that's the only kind of relationship that I've ever had in friendships mm-hmm. um, where I was able to say those kind of things. And looking back, I changed so much to please people. I was doing things that I said I was doing for Christ. Yep. But I was really doing it to get people you. to yep. like me. You know, okay, I will do this just so that you will love me. And that's really what it is. You know, we're out here, we're searching for love, um, whether it be a friendship or a relationship. I had this really good friendship, and this person dropped me like a hot potato. And I'm telling, when I tell you, I, I really had a hard time with that um, because I. You know, I'm like, I went to school with this person. We were roommates. You know, we were like best friends. Mm-hmm. And they just cut me. I'm, y'all, when I tell y'all, I didn't do anything. She didn't do anything. It was just like she just cut me off. Um, I didn't understand at the time. But as I began to be in my loneliness in that time by myself, God really broke that thing down and was like, that was for your protection. Amen. And not for some cliche where, you know, people say, oh, God hurt what they was talking about in the room. <laughs> not for that. He said that. That he had a work for me to do, which is mainly what we're doing now. And had she I stayed in those relationships, I wouldn't it. be doing that right now. I don't mm-hmm. think she'd tell me not to do it. But if she's not doing it, how am I gonna? How are you That's gonna true. cultivate me and my yeah. friendship to push me to be where I am? And I think we have to realize that when God, oh y'all, when boys used to dudes used to break up with me back in the day, you talking about crazy stalker <laughs> me. Riding around, looking for him, asking people, you seen so-and-so? Oh, you had your bag in the truck? Like Girl, I ain't had no bag, <laughs> but I was riding around looking like, where he at? I need yeah. him. You know, things like that. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway, I 
that was I was going on a, another way on that. But I'm just saying, y'all, look, if we really stop, get in a room by ourselves and really sit down and think about our past, the things that we've done. Right. And we're still able now in this time and day to talk about what the Lord is doing in our lives. That was nothing but the Holy Spirit. It, it was, was nothing right. but the Holy Spirit that called us out of that. Because you see so many people that are still doing those things. Like, you know, I see people on Facebook quoting scripture. And living a different and life. And then the next day, they at the club with a drink in their hand. You mean to tell me? I call those Facebook ministers. Jesus <laughs> is in the club with a drink. Yeah. I, I I will not let you sit down lie on the Lord like that. Um, yeah. And I'm not better than nobody else. But he is not in the club with you, smoking no cigarette with no drink in his hand. He's a holy God. Do you know what it means to be holy? Back in the in the Old Testament, when the priests, if they went into the temple and they were not 100% right, they had to tie a rope around them. So that if they bell. weren't right and they went in the temple. Ooh, Right. Man, I would have went in that temple. <laughs> Tell you what, somebody would have to pull me out of there because I would have been dead. And I can't even believe they went in there. But Right. You know, you know why? Because when people, people don't think that God really know what we're doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's true, too. Because my thing, they, they think, it's like they think bigger God and small. So it was like, well, if the Lord know I was doing it, then... <laughs> Holy bell. You know what I'm saying? They're thinking like, okay, what God see me do is so clearly he wanted me to do right. it. No. And that's what come back to the free will. He's watching you say, how much do you love me? Right. Do you love me enough to not go in there? Do you love me enough to not call that person? Right. Do you love me enough to not lay out with the man right. or woman? Whatever is your preference. But it's just like, God saying, do you love me enough? So he's not going to trump your, right. uh, he's not going to give you you know, no immediate repercussions. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying. So it's just like, right, right. And but you know, you know what I've learned in my situation, because um, <laughs> this week, right, <laughs> I was supposed to, well something personal. Can't talk about that now. But he told me, I'm like I said, I'm a single mother of two kids. I have a two year old and a 15 year old. She'll be 16 this year. And for some reason, the past two weeks, Zari has been off the walls. And he said, and he told me this morning. He said because. Your obedience to me is void. So right. why would I let her be obedient to you? Right. And see, what people don't understand is, and this is all about relationship, because I called somebody I shouldn't have called. And like I said, I'm being 100 with y'all. I called somebody I shouldn't call. I ate something I shouldn't eat. And I went against what God told me to do. And because I went against what God told me to do, it might have not been immediate repercussions at that moment, but that all is weak. I was like, what the heck is wrong with this chick? And and he told me this morning, I said, well, why would she be obedient to you and you're not obedient to me? Right. So it, it was, it's like, so it's just our obedience to God in every area Everything. of your life. I don't care what it is. I don't care how small you think it is. Being obedient to God will avoid so many unnecessary yeah. drama and so many unnecessary hurts. So it's just... It's, it's, it's personal, y'all. And, like, you know, we can't stress this enough. There's no judgment. You know, right. we, uh, Lady Do say, I don't, like, I don't like that word. She'll say that. I don't like that word. There's no judgment. But. Wait, judgment from who? From us. Oh, okay. Yeah, from us, y'all. <laughs> oh, it's definitely There's no judgment, judgment from us. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you this, though. You know, if we. It's our jobs right. as ministers in Christ to. Hey, y'all, we've been down that road. 
don't go there. Right. Do not go there. Like, that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed right. to, for one, we're supposed to get other disciples. Right. We're supposed to be one in Christ. And we can't be one with each other. Right. Then what, what are we here for? Right. Like, what are we What are we doing this for? And I, I, like I said, I thank God for Minister Mary because her testimonies and my testimonies connected. And, yeah. and like I said, and like we told in the other video, we didn't start off like this. But God knew. <laughs> He's like, Woo! oh, these two are forced ah! to be reckoned with. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that we went all out in the world, he was like, I need that. Sometimes God will use the very thing we think we you know, we regret doing, right. he'll use that. He'll use that. So now, here we are going hard right. for God. Right. Here we are putting on the line to help somebody else because we had that one person or a couple people to get us out. And now the Holy Spirit is like, all right, y'all ready to run? Right. I got on my boots. Got you know on my boots. Let's go. go. So. And just, um, you know, we're closing out here. We only got a few more minutes. Um, we're trying to do 30 minutes so that y'all don't, lo you know, get lost <laughs> in it. We don't want to give you too much. And then you're like, that was an hour long last time. I can't stick with it. But um, just to give you a picture, um, you know, we all see this on Facebook. You know, these young kids are out here dying and they don't know Christ. And that that bothers me. It bothers me. It bothers me. But it bothers me. The point, the part that really bothers me is you see everybody selling T-shirts when that young kid dies. Um, now, I can't say if they all know Christ. Some may know Christ. But my thing is, if you're dying in uh, gang violence, you know, I can't say maybe at the last minute, but mo for the most part, if someone, a child is in a gang, that means that you don't have any adults talking to them about the Holy Spirit right. um, because they're looking for love in that gang relationship. So, um, but one thing that I see a lot of times, and this is for the kids that may stumble across this message, you know, when someone dies, the first thing they do is they all go out and buy shirts. And then, you know, you see the person standing there like this with wings on or whatever and you go to their Facebook page and all you see is filthiness you see cuss words, you see drinking and I'm not judging about it, I'm just trying to paint a picture did any of those friends that are out here buying these t-shirts, did they ever say you know, homeboy, maybe life. you shouldn't <laughs> be, you know, maybe we should go to church maybe we should go get some counseling, something's wrong where all we thinking about is money and women and drugs and oh, vice versa because there's women that do it too mm -hmm. But really stop and look around and look at your really look at your friend right now. I mean, sometimes you may have to go without a friend. You may have Child. to be there by yourself. And the reason why we don't want to do that is because we know that we in that time that we are alone, that we have to seek God. And why is it that we're not doing that? Because for some well, for me. I was like, Lord, it's going to take a long time for me to understand this word. I'm going to have to put effort into reading your word. I'm going right. to have to put effort into spending right. time with you. And we don't want to do that. We right. rather, y'all, sometimes your Bible is calling out to you and you're like, okay, uh, you know what, Lord? <laughs> I'll come I, back. I'll be back. <laughs> okay, let me go ahead and eat this Chinese food and right. watch my TV show right quick. <laughs> I'll be right back. And that's why we don't want to be without our friends. We don't, man. Because our conscience is telling us that you should be seeking the Lord. And it's too much work because we're lazy. Um, we grew up in churches where we go to church on Sunday. The preacher does his, uh, you know, his little sermon. And we go home and we do our own thing for the rest of the week. Yep. And we've never put effort into it. It takes work to... I'm talking about praying. That was one thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to pray fasting, but yes. we're going to die now. We'll give up. 
you know, we'll give up food to lose Girl, weight. you must have been in my but house when it comes to fasting, it's, oh, that's too much. I got a headache. Who, girl, I wasn't feeling good. I got to take my medicine. <laughs> you know, it's just like, we'll do everything. And yes. the enemy is just sitting back, Enjoying looking at us it. like, yeah, he is. God, these are, this really who you, you let your son die for? They don't even, they don't even want to spend time with you. Right. They think it's too much, but we'll go out and chase a guy out all riding around two o'clock in the morning looking for him. Yep. But we won't spend 30 minutes to an hour. I remember when our apostle, um, when I first, now mind you, I was used to churches around this area and I'm not knocking, I hadn't been to every church, but I, you know, gone to churches where we went laying out and speaking in tongue and stuff. And I remember one, um, I can't remember what the event was, but then he was like, come in here and we're going to lay out on the floor to the Holy Spirit, tell us to get up. <laughs> ah! I was like, what? Is this going to be like for 15 minutes? <laughs> And uh, matter of fact, he was like, you better not get up after, <laughs> until an hour's up. But, you know, we had never done that. And it was too, for for me, that was, it was at the time, it was too much. Right. It was like, what That's am I real. waiting on? That's real. So how can we, y'all, think, how can we go around praying and saying, you know, the Lord know my heart, blah, blah, blah. And we don't even spend time with him. We don't even know him. We don't even know his voice, which he is why right. we're yeah, right. able to be <laughs> deceived because yeah. you don't know what he sounds like. Right. Um, scripture says that um, God says that, the, you know, we would know his voice because right. he's our shepherd. So you don't know the voice of God, then that means any other voice telling you to do stuff. You're going to follow through. And that's all I got to say. I'm sorry. I'm not kind of long. No. And you, you know, one of the things, like I said, you know, Lady D said distraction. You mentioned distraction. So this morning, um, again, this morning, I told I got my behind cut this morning, y'all. Um, you know, like she said, we'll, we'll, I can attest to that because I was addicted to the gym. Um, my ex-fiance left or whatever. Again, I thought I was, thought I thought I thought it was it. But when he left, I completely shut down. Completely. And because of the fact that. I didn't love myself. I didn't go to, I prayed, but I didn't really seek God. So I turned to the gym. And when I tell y'all, that was the fit, fittest, fittest I ever been and since high school. And then boom, January, I was pregnant with my son because I didn't trust God, because I didn't seek God. Now, I, I don't regret it because I love my son, right. but I'm pretty <clears throat> sure <laughs> he would have gave my son in a different manner, and I probably would have been married and whatnot. It but be so I, hard. yeah, I know I I don't have reg- I don't have regrets. It's just the, I laugh because I'm thinking like I did all that work to get fit, and then you know the Lord blessed me with my son, and you know when we try to do these things, even with TV, yeah. all week they meant this man to read my book, get in the Word, and so when you, when I'm praying. I'm getting flashbacks of the TV show I watched. I'm getting, I'm like, <laughs> I think I'm, that happens all. So it's like, I'm, I'm like, I'm praying to God, and I, and I saw, you know, the somebody enemy. get stabbed in the theater. It's yeah. just, and I know it's from something I watched, but the fact that I put that, mind now, y'all, most, most shows that you binge on is 45 minutes. Right. So hours, hours, hours. Ooh. And I'm praying to God. I'm saying, thank you, Jesus, and jumping at the same time because now I'm seeing a murder scene or right. something like that. And now I'm distracted. Now I can't. Now I can't even praise God because I have all this filth in my system. Right. You know how? 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 How can we really? How can we really serve God? How can we really talk about God when you don't have Him completely in you? You right. know what I'm saying? And so that's one of the reasons why He, you know, He have us, you know, fast before this and empty out and fasting. Praying and fasting is very important. Yeah. And that can, like I said, all that ties into 
better relationships, godly relationships. Because when you pray and fast, and he, he guides you. Yeah. And then what I've learned this week, prayer, fast, and give. Pray oh, yes. And give. Give is a big thing. <laughs> he yeah. told me about that. Prayer, fast, and give. That's right. Garbage in, garbage out. So when you pray fast, that's a threefold. I learned that this week. Yeah, that's the other. That's the threefold. Oh, that he was might be a topic about. we definitely need to talk Pray about fast. is giving. Yes, um, giving give. to the poor. Yeah, um, you know that ties in some things that I've read in here. That ties into fasting. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember the scripture right now, but um, when they God told them to fast, He also told them to give, and I can't remember, so I don't want to give y'all any more than that because right. I don't want to make anything up. <laughs> Right. But I will have the scripture on that, or we'll talk about that. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's sorry. good. And that's no, no, no. That's I mean, it's good. It's the connection, right? It is, right. and it's so. And this is how we know that the Holy Spirit is using us. We don't study together. We don't. We don't say, "Mary, let's meet up so we can know what to discuss when we come here." The Lord talked to her differently than He talks to me. He gives her scriptures, and He gives me scriptures, and that's when you know you're being led mm-hmm. by the Holy Spirit because, and. And we're talking about the same thing. Oh, yeah. And that's the type of relationship you want. You want to be like, you know, God, God, or talk to us. But he used others for confirmation. And Timothy Fletcher, I don't know if he's on right now, but he was talking about that this morning about relationships, about how if, you know, you are in a relationship with somebody, but you can't show them on camera, um, you can't tell people about them. You know, he said it's not about flashing and showing off, but if God is giving you a man or a woman, why would you hide them? Unless you know (laughs) you're not supposed to be in that relationship. So he was talking about some good stuff on there. And one thing he said that was funny was, you know, you'll show the picture of the steak with the mashed potatoes and the lobster <laughs> tails the with the parsley on it. But you won't show, you'll show a pinky, but you won't show the full <laughs> face. So um, I'm just going to end here with scripture. And this is just something for you to go meditate on and read. And then if Toy, um, Minister Toy has any closing remarks, but um, it is in 2 Corinthians 6 and 14. And most of us read the scripture, we think it pertains to marriage, which it does, but it also pertains to friendships. It pertains to your associations in the world. Uh Um, And it says, be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers for what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness and what communion hath light with darkness and what concord hath Christ with Belial or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel. Uh So (laughs) meditate on that. Think about that. Put that in your friendship. Put that in your relationship that you're in right now. Put that in in every aspect of your life with the Holy Spirit. Like, if you're if I'm light and you're dark, what are we gonna accomplish together? How are we gonna right. advance the kingdom right. as one if you're in darkness and I'm in lightness? And right. you know, I can attest that in my relationships where you know you're seeking God on a higher level and you're wanting to talk about it with your mate or your spouse and they're not there so you can't move together we can't make a God uh, you know they say we should consider God in every aspect of our lives but if you're not in Christ and I'm going to you saying okay let's pray on this let's fast on this and you're not doing it what are we going to accomplish together so those are my closing remarks um, you know, meditate on that. Um, uh, one will ca- uh, eventually cancel out the other. That is right. the truth. You, you're going to cancel out the other. And one person is going to grow 
the other person's gonna stay here and you're gonna always be fighting against one another yeah. because this person's gonna feel like oh you think you're too good this person's gonna think like oh you're not trying good enough and you're gonna have discord nothing's yeah. ever gonna come together like it should in marriage and y'all i really hope and pray women young women young men seek the lord before you get, you get in a relationship Ooh, before amen. you get married like um, mr fletcher said we get married because we just want to be like girl guess what i's married now i'm married <laughs> you know i'm gonna take care of my husband i'm gonna pray for him but if he doesn't know who christ is um yeah so that's that's where i'm going but with you that. know you know what people don't understand mary when you do get married like i said the holy spirit the holy spirit will uncover a whole lot of things yeah. And even even in a marriage, you know what I'm saying, that one, like I said, one could be on fire for God and yeah. one, the other one could appear to be on fire for God. Right. But here's the thing. The Lord is doing a whole lot of uncovering. And everybody said, you know, everybody was with that 2020 vision <laughs> last year. But now what he's doing, I'm about to show y'all who my true believers are. Because Christian, y'all, they burnt out the word Christian because there's a lot of people claiming to be Christian, but nowhere near Christ-like. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's just one of the things like, you know, and the people out there that are struggling or not coming to church, thank you, Holy Spirit. The people that are struggling and not coming to church because of church hurt, I've been there. But the Holy Spirit say, how you church hurt when you're supposed to be coming to church for me? You know what right. I'm saying? So if mm. we are if we are depending on, I can't depend on Mary for my relationship with God. So if she, you know, I can't say, well, Lord, she ain't really praising her today. Praising God today, so or she look at me funny, right. then why I'm not that mean I'm not all in for God, right? So to me, like I said, I could tell you there's no such thing as church hurt because I thought I was church hurt, right. but I seeked men first instead mm-hmm. of seeking God. So um, yeah, so I don't I don't I don't know why the Holy Spirit threw that out there, but come to church, <laughs> <laughs> go to church, seek God. Like yes. he's he can he can fill that void. You know what I'm saying? So. Don't depend on men because men will feel you all the time. God is God, period. Rather you, you know, rather you happy, mad, sad. He's going to be God regardless. So right. why not, why not want the pure joy that He has for you? Right. Because all hell could be breaking through. Like why is she so? Somebody asked me the other day, why am I so happy? Like, what you about to walk around? Why I'm so happy? Uh, let's see. I'm I'm living, I'm breathing, I'm walking, I'm yes. talking. I could kiss my kids, I can love my kids. I might not be financially rich, but I have something money can't buy, and that is the spirit of the Lord is in me. So right. when you get that true joy of God, when you say, you know what, forget this. Like right. forget all the thing around me. And that's, I think that's why he's gonna bring this scripture out. That's when you get true joy, right. peace, happiness. Not even happiness, because happiness, and then I be seeing sorry. I know we over this, but <laughs> People in these whole, and he told me this all week, um, your energy need to match my energy. First of all, energy is unstable. Mm-hmm. So, and I, that's scientifically proven. Energy up, down, sideways, this way, that way. So, how can you match my energy right. when it's not stable? No, God, I want peace. Yeah. I need peace. Because, see, when you got the peace of God, it don't matter if you, if you, it doesn't matter if you're in the middle of an earthquake. You will not be moved. You might bend sideways here, but you won't be moved because you know what, God? I know you control right. all things. Oh. God, I know you are the healer. I know you are deliverer. So, therefore, it doesn't matter what's going on around me. Right. I have peace. And that's a whole other testament. But let me, let me stop because I'm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm That's how sorry. it be when they be like, oh, I'm, I'm almost done. It's because I've been there, y'all, man. I've been there, and people. Oh, all right, let's go. 
sorry. It's it's excitement for God because it I'm is looking excitement. I'm looking back like Lord, I could have you know, and he never wants you to look at your past. Right. And that's another thing. Stop allowing other people to hold your past against you. That's not, that's for our next topic. Sorry. On healing. I'm you sorry. jumping ahead. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Um see she got but let me give you the scripture. I'm sorry. First John. See, Mary had to wheel me back in. Yeah, I had to Girl, we have to wheel each other back in because we get. That's why we started Ooh. this, y'all, because we love to talk and we would just be talking for hours and like we just need to record this. Yes, um, girl, I forget where I'm going at. First John, okay, First John five and nineteen. First John five nineteen. Oh, you got you gonna get that the third one out there. It's hard to find. <laughs> I told you, no lie, y'all. It's I mean, it's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I had to write the page number right here, so I would be. I can never find that one. It's my right before Revelation. Oh, that's what I thought. That's what I was like. I can never find it. All right. See, realness, y'all. Realness. You gotta send me to a, a book. I'm like, Lord, now you what? know I don't know that at uh, First John five and oh, nineteen. Okay. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're gonna close with this. I love y'all. All right, and we know that we are of God, and the whole world. And the whole world lieth in wickedness. And we know that the Son of God is to come and have given us an understanding that we may know him that is true. And we are in him that is true, even this, even his Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God in eternal life. Little children, keep yourself from idols. Amen. And we're going to end with that. We need to write that down because <laughs> that definitely is a topic. Um, idols. idols. Idol worship. Yeah. Idols that we... Yeah, we'll just write that one down. All right. <laughs> um, so join us next Saturday. Uh, next Saturday, we try to get on about 9, 9, 15. Yeah. Um, life happens, and, you know, we make a drive to get to where we are. Um, but the next topic, um, I think we're going to be talking about healing mm-hmm. um, from our past, yeah. if that's what the Holy Spirit wants. If he changes it up, you know, just go with the flow, because I can honestly tell you from me and Toya, just our conversations, the Holy Spirit will take us places that we weren't planning to talk yeah. about that. But um, now I understand when a pastor preaches and he's like, um, whole list of notes. right. And <laughs> I, okay. So uh, join us next week though. Um, stay in your word, continue to love one another, um, uplift one another, encourage one another, correct one another. The Bible says uh, reprove right. another word for correct each other. Um, we love y'all. Any questions? That Anybody have any questions? That's the thing we oh, forgot yeah. last time. Any questions for anybody? Might not be able to answer them, but we do want to acknowledge <laughs> your questions. We want to thank those who were on uh, on the pod, on the podcast yeah, today. We, wanna, um, we have sponsors. We got Vanilla Head. Yes, Vanilla Head Extract. We have the best um, vanilla extract in the world. 100% pure. <laughs> <laughs> we have um, also sponsors, Heaven on Earth, Press Creations by Neek. And we also... She made oh, <laughs> this shirt, Dry Bones, come alive, y'all. It's time to come alive. <laughs> and um, uh, we want to thank our wonderful leaders, Apostle yeah. and Lady D. Um, Tillman of Divine Order Worship Center. That's where we are here now. They... They let us come here and be free, and that's what yep. you want. When you're allowed to worship God free in, in the building yep. when, and, and do this, it's, uh, it's a blessing. A lot of people yep. wouldn't do that, and we want to publicly appreciate y'all, yep. and we love y'all. So, All right. any questions? Uh, our apostle, Joseph Tillman, does do uh, live podcast, um, live um, 
Ladies could call it VidCast. VidCast, <laughs> uh, Divine Order Worship Center. Yeah. You can find them on Facebook, follow. Um, we also have messages on YouTube under Divine Order Worship, Worship Center. Center. Mm-hmm. So check them out. We love y'all. Have a good Saturday. Bye. <laughs> we need some production to turn them. I know, right? <laughs> she wasn't. Oh, wait. I'm still going on here. Oh, man. As anyone that are coming in late, we love you and we're happy to have you here. So all hearts and minds clear, we're going to pray. Uh, Father God, right now, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, first of all, we want to thank you, God. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to come together once again, God, to, to talk about your glory, to talk about your healing, to talk about your power, Father God. We thank you. Lord God, right now, we ask that you forgive us of any sin that we have made, God, anything that can hinder us for being used for your glory, God. So we ask you to forgive us, God. And God, right now, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we pray that you have your way on this vidcast right now. God, we yes. we crucify our <clears throat> flesh right now, God. This is not about us, God, but this is about the ministry that you have placed in us. So God, right now, use us as instruments for your glory, God. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So the topic for today is... <laughs> healing, healing from, from your, your past. past. <laughs> I like the drum roll. So um, today we're going to be talking about some past experiences. Um, do you have any past experiences that you're going to share today? Well, I, I do. Okay. I do. Well, that's good. We're going to get deep today. We're yep. Going, going deep into today. the deep water. And uh, I'm just going to start off with some scripture mm-hmm. based on um, what we're going to be talking about and just the what the word says about um, healing from your past. And we look at past situations um, you know, some of us have been through some stuff. I, oh, I don't yeah. know about y'all, but oh, I've yeah. been through some things that I never thought I would go through. Um, and I never thought I would heal from. Mm-hmm. And looking back from now, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm still here. Mm-hmm. You remember those times you thought, oh Lord, just this take me. Right. I don't, I don't want to do this no <laughs> yeah, more. I can't handle like, it. This is it. Just take <laughs> me now, Lord. And I remember those times riding around in my car, yep. crying, begging, screaming to the Lord to just end it because I didn't think I was going to make it through. And here I am years later, I'm still still here. Um, But the Bible tells us in Isaiah 41 and 10, so do not fear for I'm with you. Do not be dismayed for I'm your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. So Mm, that's going to be the basis of today. Um, Even though we've gone through some things in our lives, you know, what is, who has got to us and, and what does that mean as Christians who go through things um, and what scripture says about it? So that's what we'll be talking about today. Um, and I hope that you all take something from this and you can apply it. Right. We're not saying we're perfect or we don't remember those things, but we're just trying to give you an outlet of where you can go to find that peace that you're probably looking for. Right. I'm glad you said uh Remember those things because a lot of people say don't look in your past. You're not supposed to look backwards. That is a true statement. But here's the thing. If you don't, a lot of people just think if I forget about the past, it never happened. But if you don't heal from your past, you know, a lot of people, you know, we forget. Well, you know, if I don't think about it, then it never happened. But that's not the case. And that's why we want to talk about it because here we are in our 30s. And there's some things that we had to fight through in our adulthood, <laughs> you know, because we didn't heal properly in our past. And you can't forget, I mean, 
you can't forget about it. You know what right. I'm saying? That's how like people, say, you know, what the Bible says, you forgive but not forget. Not the Bible, but we stay that. <laughs> you know, forgive or forget. But, you know, thinking that it never happened, you're not really healing from right. it. And we, especially us, right. we, uh, we put it in a box and put it to the side, especially in right. families. Like a lot of people don't talk about family secrets, right. you know, because they don't want to look bad to the world. But those are the very same family secrets that are destroying a lot of adults. Right. And we don't want to admit that. So that's, right. I'm, I'm really glad that we are talking about our past because it happened and right. it happened for a reason. So he, you know, God allow you to go through that past for a reason. So yeah. in the point of hiding it, you know, yeah. Let's help let's help somebody else get healed from their past. And like you said, hot and a lot of us mm. we don't want people to know these things about us because we're afraid of how they're gonna Perception. look at us and mm-hmm. how, you know, oh, how are you gonna, you know, teach the word of God when you've gone through this or you've right. done that. So um I think it's awesome that we're at a point now where God has allowed us to look back at those things and be able to open up and share about it. Right. Um it's just sometimes God allows those things to happen. Um, I don't know what your situation is. Some of us have gone through more serious things. But when right. you really look at it and you really stop and you dissect it and you not looking at it with our earthly eyes, we see that God allows us to go through those things sometimes to draw us closer to him so that we recognize who he is and the right. power that he has. Um, you know, talking about it, I had a, a cousin that when I was younger would... Um, Essentially, um, he would bribe me to do things that I shouldn't have been doing with, you know, using the fact that um, he would tell my father. My father was kind of like a, he was very stern, um, (laughs) old school, nonsense, you know, really didn't communicate with you on a one-on-one basis, but he was more of a disciplinarian. Mm -hmm. And I was so terrified of him. So, you know, really... I would do anything if you were going to tell my dad. So looking back, I was super young. I mean, like childhood. And um, I was really embarrassed of that growing up because I felt like it was something that I was ashamed of because I shouldn't have done it. I should have been bold enough to say, you know, this isn't true. Um, This is what really happened. But when you're a kid, you don't know know how to reason those things out and how to... um, kind of understand what happened and how you're going to explain it. You're not thinking about that. Now I look back on certain things that happened in my life and I was like, I should have said this, but that just comes with experience that comes with growth and age. And at that time I didn't really know how to say it, but looking forward, a lot of people would say, well, why would your God allow you to go through something Mm, like that? that. (laughs) Um, But the end result of that was a bad ending for that, that cousin. Um, He was actually, murdered um and not to say that he was murdered for my sake but you go down a certain path and you don't know who god is he's certainly gonna take care of your enemies so um touch not my anointing let's see katavia said past will shape your future whether good or bad that is true that That is is definitely true and had i not gone through the things that i went through then you wouldn't be able to recognize it in other people when they're going through it sometimes you can listen to a conversation and the holy spirit is just like share with them because they're going through the same thing. And you kind of recognize those things from what people say. I don't know if you've had that experience. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, that's what she said. I like like the fact that she said good or bad. And that's just like, uh, you know, it's just a law of attraction. And you don't understand, especially if we have kids. And like I said, I'm going to use myself as an example. You know, I I had my daughter 
Um, well, I was a preacher's kid. <laughs> when I tell you, uh, my mama and my daddy were both ministers in church. Mm-hmm. And, and this is just a, just a show, you know, it doesn't matter where you come from. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I'm talking about Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday. We always went to church. And um, so they were expecting, you know, I got bullied for being a preacher's kid. And I wasn't a preacher's kid per se, but we were always in church. And, you know, a lot of, a lot, you know, I got, people talk trash about, you know, bullying, of course, now is worse because you got social media. So we, but when we were in our age time, we dealt with it secretly. We dealt with it holding things in. And I've always been a person that bite my tongue. Um, Now, when I do it now is because I allow the Holy Spirit to let me bite my tongue. But back then, and, you know, all that stuff festers and festers and festers and, like Minister Mary said, like if you you hold on to these things as a child, and when you're an adult, you know it's just like all these things come back up, not yeah. even knowing it. In you know, in your relationships, in your, yep, your yep, your friendships, even with your kids, like you know, and um, it's just things that I've went through as a child. You know, everybody said, "Oh, Toya, you know, so happy," but I was um, I was sexually assaulted when I was 15, 13, between my thirteen, fifteen. And uh, and I thought it was, you know, I was like, okay, whatever, you know. And I didn't know what it was at that time until that whole, now this is my teenage now, so I failed the seventh grade. Right. No one know. I didn't have anybody to talk to. I thought I didn't have anybody to talk to. And, you know, you can't say, you. what, what am I supposed to say? You know, how am I supposed to talk about this? And, you know, us as, and I hate to do the race thing, but us as black people, we don't yeah. talk about stuff like that. And the fact that we don't talk about stuff like that, especially with kids. Yes. We, cause we don't feel safe, you know, and oh that didn't happen, oh that happened, or you allow it to happen, and like I said, long story short, coming into my, coming into my, yeah, and uh, coming into my adulthood, I never realized that where the addiction of sex came from. I felt that you know if I were complacent with it, if right. I you know I'm, all of a sudden I allow it to happen, I felt like you allowed that to happen. Right. If you get yeah, raped or se- right. yeah, <laughs> if you get raped or sexually assaulted, you allow that to happen. And so in my mind, I thought you know if I have sex with the guys, you know I'll feel wanted. I right. feel like I'm I felt like I was doing the right thing, and now <laughs> it's totally right. not true. And you know, like I said, you know we try to blame God, we try to blame God, but. You know, we refuse to get that healing. And yes, yeah. like I say, I've been taught. I've been taught. But when you're forced to hear the word all the time, right. my teenage mom was like, Lord, there's no way. And it's seeing right. my environment, yeah. you know. But when I actually went into the word for myself, and, you know, I said, and I went to and I talked about it. Like I said, we mentioned therapist last time, you know, and I tried a therapist, but she was opinionated. You know, right. she said, well, why, why do you feel that that happened to you? Why do you, she was asking all the wrong questions and right. it, uh, made me suicidal. Um, I was a cutter. I didn't love myself, right. you know? And, and when I look at me being, you know, going on 36, you know, I just got over that stuff a couple years ago, a couple years ago. And I didn't realize that it really bothered me until yep. I started working around right. younger ladies that were going through the same thing right. I went through. Of course, I couldn't talk about it, but, you know, every once in a while, it's like, okay, God, I guess right. I went through that so I can talk to these right. girls about it. It's like, hey, you're not, it's not the end. Like, don't take your life. You know, I've been down that road. Don't yeah. do it. You're worth it. And the Holy Spirit, like I said, don't be ashamed of your past. I mean, 
I don't care what you do. <laughs> I don't care what you did, I should say. Don't be ashamed of it. You know, God has used it's so many people in this oh Bible. My gosh. I can't even <laughs> that tell you that many done. stories. And my favorite, yeah. you know, and the Holy Spirit kept bringing me to David. <sighs> yeah, the things David did, and you know, he had all this, you know, all these sons that were uh, qualified in men's eyes, qualified to other people. And God's like, nah, I want him because he has a story to tell. Right. He can get people, you know, we can't go to them all, you know, I've never done anything. I've never right. touched an unclean thing. How are you going to help heal? Other, how are you going to help bring other people to God <laughs> if you don't talk about your past? Right. So it's just like, you know, um, how did I get? Okay, I, I'm going to go back to David. I got over it. Um, it was this one night. Uh, it was this one night. And... I had a knife, uh, uh, people don't know this, but so I had a knife to my throat. And um, I was like, God, if you, if, you really, if you really cause for me to go through this, and if you really, if really love me, if I'm supposed to be here, you have to tell me something. And it was, it was late one night, and, uh, and this was like, I can't remember that, but I remember I can remember me sitting there in the dark by myself, and still small voice. He was like, "I love you," and he took me mm-hmm. to the Bible and uh, he had me research. You know, like so you can go to Google and ask, you know, scriptures of this. And um, so I said, "Let me know that you love. Let me let me know that you love me." And he said, "Toya, I have bigger things for you." And as I heard it, like he was sitting in the room. And so I went, I look up the scriptures about self-love. I look up the scriptures about um, love. I look up scriptures about, you know, suicidal thoughts. And, you know, you know the Bible said, you know, renew the mind. You know, you have to ask God to renew your mind. Old things are passed away. All, you know, all things are made new. So when he, so when he, when he caught me that day, uh, that's how I got over it. I, I prayed to God and then... I surrounded myself with people that are in that same manner. You know, you can't you can't expect to get over your past if you're still walling with the people that you, you know, you hung around. That's like, you know, if you're an alcoholic and you're trying to heal from, you know, from being an alcoholic, but you're still being around people that, you know, drink and stuff like that. So that's one of the things. Um, it was hard. It was hard, you know. And like I said, you know, when you go through things like that, when you go through things like that, uh, you, um, yeah. When you go through things like that, you, it's hard, especially when you're an adulthood. You don't want to admit that that happened. You don't want to admit that you had a weak point. You had a weakness, and being suicidal was my weak point. So um, seeking deliverance, I just, uh, I spoke to my apostle lady D. Like I said, I didn't really truly get fully delivered until I moved here in Rock Hill, and that was. Um, I've been here for about five years now, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, and there was a suicide attempt five years ago, <laughs> and like I said, when you hit rock bottom, it, it's hard, so, and a lot of people say, oh, you're a Christian, how can you have weak moments? The Bible says when we're weak, he is strong, so therefore, he counts on right. us <laughs> to be weak, right. you know? We, if we have all the questions, if we have all the answers, we wouldn't need him, but um how did you seek your deliverance in your from your past? Well, um, the Bible does tell us one thing that when I was going through, um, you know, I mentioned in the previous uh, episodes that we were, um, that I was going through some situations in relationships. Um, and 
that's the thing. When you go through these childhood um, issues of having sex, um, you know, with people you shouldn't probably have, be having sex with, you going through things that um, soul ties that you're dealing with. What happens is as adults, we grow up and we base our future relationships based on those experiences oh, yeah. that true. we had. And I know for me, you know, like That's I said, true. I was so afraid of my father that I couldn't go to him and talk to him about things. I, you know, so I never had a conversation about what a relationship should be and what right. it should not be. You know, like I said, you have those games when you're coming up or playing house with yeah. your, your oh, yeah, cousins. That, and yeah. when you grow up, you have this distorted um, distorted view on a relationship and sexual, you know, things that happen in your life. So right. um, for me, you know, I was out here having sex. I didn't even know what it was to get to that point of enjoying sex, which should be between husband and a wife. Right. right. So I was just out here just willy-nilly in, and of course those soul ties were just mm-hmm. adding on. And the enemy starts when you're young, y'all. Yeah, so you do, it's man. important. Katavia had a... Um, we call her Lucy back in high school, but uh, Katavia Watson had a post this week about protecting your children. And um, so that's going back to some of the childhood trauma that we, we go through. So anyway, fast forward into an adult relationship. You know, I was just, the enemy just had me. He had me bound. I couldn't think for myself. I, I, don't, I think I, there was a period of two years. And mind you, I had a small child at the age of 16 so she was with my mom but I think I went through a period of like two years a year well I don't even remember talking to my mom I finally went home and she had completely redone the bathroom and I didn't even I wasn't even aware of that um I was in my apartment uh, literally just allowing the enemy to just be in my ear telling me just all kinds of things and I got to a point where I just couldn't take it no more and I heard um I heard the, like Toya said, and you hear this voice and this voice is just like trying to pull you out of it. And I'm just like, well, you know, I don't really, I don't, I want to sit here. And it was like a part of me wanted to have that pity party, party, but God was like, you know, it's time to come out. And I think I started reading in scripture. I don't even know how I got there, but it took me to a scripture um, hopefully our production will post that because I can't tell you where it come from. But it said that God is close to the brokenhearted, those who are broken in spirit. Yeah, I see her fingers moving. So she, <laughs> she knows it. Um, he's close to the brokenhearted. And so for a point of time there, I felt like God wasn't there yeah. because I was so broken at the time. Like literally just sitting at home. I didn't even smoke cigarettes, but for some reason... I was smoking y'all packs of cigarettes a day and I would get so sick from smoking a cigarette. I would just literally vomit. But for some reason, I was just smoking cigarettes in my apartment, just wallowing in my self-pity. And like I said, when I came to that scripture, I was like, wait a minute, God does love me. And so um, Philippians 4 and 6 says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present. Um, present your request to God. So mm-hmm. he wants to heal us. Um, and I think that's what we should take from that. Um, that even though we have been through some of the, yeah, I hadn't even scratched the surface of some of the things that I've <laughs> gone through. Even and before I say this, um, like I said, as adults, we 
reflect on our future relationships based on that childhood trauma that we've gone through. So what happens is we're walking around with these walls up because we've been so hurt. We really can't truly love. And we're Christians. So what does Jesus tell us to do? What's our first command? To love. Love So how do we love when we have a wall up, when we're so afraid that somebody's going to hurt us, Mm -hmm. that we truly haven't exposed ourselves, we truly haven't exposed our hearts to receive love or to really give it. But what we do is just like when we're trying to heal from those past situations, we put that mask on yep. and we tell Happy. people, we, I love you. You know, yep. you're, you're this and that to me. I love you. But we, we don't know how to love. Mm-hmm. And we can't know how to love until we know the love of Jesus Christ when he laid his life down for us, knowing that we would be who we are and do the things that we do, that he laid his life down for us anyway. Until we understand that kind of love, we're not healed. Right. Um, and I don't care who you are. Now, there are a few people that probably haven't gone through the trauma that most people have gone through. Right. I don't think, I think there's people that's going through worse. These children are being sex trafficked. I can't even yeah. ima- begin to imagine what they're going through. But God loves you. I don't know who this is for. He loves you. He wants to heal you. Yeah. He wants to deliver yeah. you. Um, and you can only do that when you seek him. Uh uh, we got a scripture that says the Lord is right unto them that are of broken heart and yeah, saveth right. such to be of contrite spirit. Psalms 34, 18. Read that. Let that meditate into your heart that when you are broken, when you are down to absolutely nothing, yeah. that God is there. And it may not feel it. A lot of people say there's nothing in this Bible that, you know, can relate to what I've gone through. <laughs> and is. Oh um, studying for this topic, I went to Judges 19. Just read that whole entire chapter. I mean, right. talking about I juice. That. Yeah. That was some <laughs> juice right there. And um, it just talks about it's the Levite, Levite and the concubine. And uh, essentially, this man marries his concubine. And he, it says she goes, uh, it says something about somebody committing some um, immoral um sexual immorality. I don't know if it was the concubine going out and cheating, but anyway, she leaves this, this Levite and she goes home to her, her father. And the husband was like, you know, I want my boo back. He goes, (laughs) goes to the father's house and he goes back, you know, to try to sway her to come back. Well, I guess, you know, they reconcile the father's happy to see him and he's on his way. You know, he said, let's, you know, depart and go back to wherever they were going and the father delays them a few days and, right. you know, they're like chilling, eating, drinking, having a good time. Mm-hmm. And they finally leave him and his wife, his concubine wife. Um, and they're stopped at some place. I uh, can't remember the name of it, but they didn't want to stop there because it wasn't of Israelites. So he's like, you know, I don't want to go there because these aren't people that are like me. I want to mm-hmm. go to, I think it was Bethlehem, Judah and Gebeah or something right. like that. I might be pronouncing it wrong, but they get there and, um, you know, they're chilling in the street because they don't have anywhere to go. And a guy comes and he's like, you know, hey, come on, you know, come get out the street, first of all. You know, right. so it was kind of like a warning, like you don't want to be left out here. That's how I perceived it when I read it. But anyway, men come and they knock on the door. And it's kind of like the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, but they knock mm-hmm. on the door and they're wanting some from not the women, but they want it from the men. So these are men of this city. And they're beating on the door trying to get to the men in there. And the old man goes out and he's like, hey, look, don't just leave these men alone. I'll send out the concubine and my daughter. 
and the men they don't they don't want the concubine and the daughter they want the men so right that spirit (laughs) and so eventually the husband because he doesn't want to be sexually assault uh, assaulted he sends his wife out and the scripture says that he that the men in that town was with the concubine essentially all night long and in the morning time when the husband went to the door and opened it she was laying on the door and he called out to her and she didn't answer so what do you think he did do you think he looked at her and said oh baby i'm so sorry (laughs) he didn't do that he cut her up into 12 pieces and sent her out to all the 12 tribes of israel Mm. so i don't know about you but if my husband threw me out in the street for men to rape me and then when they do what they want to do with me and I'm laying there and I'm possibly dead, then cut me up into 12 pieces. I, 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 <laughs> that is some trauma for me. And so if you're saying that you've been through some stuff and you have, um, you feel like the Bible cannot relate, it's stories like that that help me to see that God put that there to help us to understand yeah, like, yeah. you know, and I'm pretty sure the woman, well, she was, um, I don't think she was a um she wasn't a, a Jewish person, I don't believe, because the husband wasn't. I think that was in the time when there was no law. Mm-hmm. There was no king. So, you know, it was just showing that, you know, stuff was just happening and it wasn't meant to be. But God allowed that to happen. And more than likely, it was so that it could be in the Bible so that we could have some kind of reference to know that, you know, God loves us. Now, the end result of that is the 12 tribes came and they defeated um the Benjamites, I believe they were called. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a good outcome in her death, but <laughs> I wouldn't have wanted to go through it. Right, right. So just know that God has a plan for you and yeah. um, the word of God Jeremiah is there 11. so that you can be healed from those things. Right. Um, another story, Isaiah 43, uh, 14 through 19. It was a great deliverance. Um, God right. was reminding awesome. the Egyptians, excuse me, not the Egyptians, but... Um, the Jews who had just escaped the Egyptians, that mm-hmm. he was going to do a new thing. He saved them from um, by mm-hmm. water. And this a time he was going to provide a way in the wilderness. Yeah. So if you know about the wilderness, it's dry, it's barren. Yes. There's no water. It's like the, the desert, the essentially. Desert, yep. And we sing this song uh, at Sunday. church. We sing a Sunday. Isaiah right. song. Yep. <laughs> Look that up. Look that song <laughs> up. I'm telling you, he's making ways in the Man. wilderness. So. Yeah. Just know that no matter what you go through, God has a way out for you. Yep. It may not be the way that you expect. It may not be the plan that you have for your life. You go through these things so that you can be a testimony to somebody else that is going through right. even worse so that it. they don't, don't give up yep. and that they hold on. Do you have any other um, experiences? Um, yeah. Uh, before we go into that, I want to read these three. Okay. This is because uh, I remember um, speaking of deliverance and scripture. So when I was going through... Um, my period of suicidal thoughts, and mm-hmm. when I tell y'all suicidal thoughts, I uh, a lot of people look at me because I'm tatted. You know, I got 22 tattoos, but what you don't see <laughs> is I used to be a cutter. You know, what I'm saying that's and the enemy when the enemy he waits. You know, because mm-hmm. we already know that the mind is the enemy of God. Correct. So when our mind is on so many things other than His Word and other than God. It's it's he have a field day, right. so you can be the happy people, and that's why I said that's why we talk about love so much. 
Because we have no idea right. what is going on behind the mask that people have on. Right. And that's, that was me. I was the best at pretending to be happy. <laughs> and all yeah. these thoughts, I'm like, man, I know she don't like me. Or I, And then you have that one person say something that throw my whole day off. So I was a cutter. And so most of my tattoos are covered. Um, <laughs> they all mean something. Right. So I have 22 tattoos, and most of them are most of them cover what I've been through. And um, a lot of people say, "Oh, maybe you should." I'm not gonna take these tattoos off me right. because if I do, what 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 would that prove? It'd be more bruises. But what they show me is what what I've been through. They don't they don't define me. Me having tattoos don't make me less of a minister than right. Minister Mary do. You know, me having tattoos not saying, "Oh." What can you tell me? You have tattoos. What I can tell you is I was so low that I wanted to end my life. And y'all, this is not, I, I'm talking about when I had a kid. A lot of people say, look at your kids. But when the enemy have you so bound, nothing matters. Right. Nothing matters. Not how precious your kids are. Well, live for your kids. At the point where the enemy have you, who cares? You're like, you're to the point where you don't care about nothing else. Mm. So, you know, when somebody is talking about suicide, don't, don't take it. Don't take them there. Because... For me, it made me worse. I'm like, okay, well then, oh, I'm thinking about my kids. Now I'm selfish. You know, now I I might as well end my life for real now that I'm selfish. So we, so we, you know, I, y'all, I thank God for my past. I, I read this book called Prison of Praise. Best book. That book like that, that thick. (laughs) But you know, he's talking about praising God in the midst of the storm. And when you do that, you're you're not only telling God that, you know, I depend fully on you. <laughs> God, I can't do this by myself. I cannot get through this by myself. I know yeah, that I am cannot. weak. Look at the story of Job. You know what I'm saying? He look what he went through. And he, you know, he told God, all right now, I'm done with this. Right. And that's us <laughs> being honest, that. right? You know, right. and he wants us to be honest. Like, yeah. you know what, God? You can have it all. I cannot do this without you. And if we don't, if we don't put our pride aside, and that's why a lot of people are so stuck in their past, is our pride. And that's that's me. I never asked for help. I was I was I was queen independent. I when I would sell stuff out my house to get what I needed before I asked for help. I would go without, so I know my kids would be um, taken care of. But I want to read these three scriptures that help me uh, overcome. The spirit of suicidal thoughts, the spirit of, um, I can't do this. My mind was boggled. I, like I said last time, I was a prisoner of my own mind. So we're going to go to um, Psalms 51 and 10. And uh, like I said, you know, our production is going to put the scriptures down. And these scriptures, y'all, and and a lot of people look at it, oh, uh, in King James Version, the Bible, let God, <laughs> let God interpret, interpret it for you. You know, every scripture is not going to... Mary, you know, Minister Mary can read the scripture and, and God will tell her tell something, something totally, totally yeah. different. So never look at, oh, I don't understand it. Ask the Holy Spirit to give it to you. Right. So uh, 51 and 10, it says, cast, cast me not, oh, I'm sorry, create in me a clean heart, oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. So that is the first step. Lord, clean my heart. Yes. Take all this filth out. Yeah. Take all this hatred. Take all the suicide. Take all the... Because that's 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 what everything lies in. You know, when your heart is, is dark, everything else will not be light. That's right. like, you know, you're going to blend in with the darkness. Right. You know, and so that's one of the things, that's one of the ways attack the heart. Right. Once you clean the heart, everything else in your mind, everything else, you, you're saying, Lord, create in me. He said, create in me a clean heart. Wash away everything I felt, you know, and you know, and you renew. 
All right, and we're going to go... Um, I'm sorry, I, this was like awesome. Uh, Matthew 11 and 28. Matthew 11 and 28. And I don't know about your Bible, my Bible is red. So this is Jesus, this is Jesus talking. Matthew uh, tw- 11 and 28. And we're always going to be about scripture, y'all, because yeah. we can tell y'all about our experience so many times. But until you see it for yourself, until you see like, oh man, that is a scripture right. for that, you you would never, you would never, uh, don't take our word for it. And that's one of the reasons why we stick to scriptures because I've been there while I, you know, talking to a therapist, I've listened to what a person say and it will steer you wrong every time. Like I said, temporary, a temporary fix, put a bandaid on it. Right. All right, girl, you are good. You are powerful. You are wonderful. And then when you get in a weak moment, you was like, oh, I thought I was good. I thought I was powerful. <laughs> right. But see, when the Bible says when when we're weak, he is strong. Right. And when you know that, I went, you know what? I might have a weak moment, but the Holy Spirit said, I am strong. I, I have right. God confidence, you know, right. that you can go for it from there. Oh, that's what your shirt said. Oh, that's oh yeah, that's my shirt said. God, God confidence. <laughs> Knowing I can't, but he can. Okay. Okay, Jesus. <laughs> okay, Jesus. All right. Yeah, I just threw this shirt on today, y'all. So, um, <laughs> So it says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. Heavy laden. That means I don't care what you have. I don't care what you think that is small to God. If I'm talking about if you got a cold, heavy laden, that's anything that's not like God that's on you. So when you're heavy laden and God will give you rest. Jesus said this, not Toya, right. not Mary. Jesus said, come unto me and I will give you rest. And the last one I'm going to go to before I go to the story is... um. John 14 and 27. And Jesus talking again. Yeah, okay. John 14 and 27. It says, Peace I leave with you. My peace. His peace. Not the world peace. His peace. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it not be free. And we. And this is one of the reasons why we're, another reason why we're stuck on our paths. You know, we have social media now, so we have to feel that we have to live up to everyone else's standards. Right. And when we look at, you know what, especially, and I, I hate when people show their stories about, oh, I started off with, you know, I was living in a box, I was stuff like that. But then you switch it to, now I'm big, I did this. Like, they don't glorify God in it. And some, hey, some, some of my people that sell their soul and, and, you know, and went that way. But if you're going to talk about your past, you know what? I couldn't have done this without God. Yeah. I am here today because of God. I, yeah. I would have not made it not made if it. it wasn't for God. Right. I would have been dead <laughs> literally in my grave if it wasn't for God. Right. So we, <laughs> he said, the world can't give you this peace. Right. Only I can. And that's when, when you think about your past, and that's why I get emotional because when you sit and really think all the things that we have done, against God's will, he still kept us. So obviously, it's something in you that matters to God. And and like I said, the story of David, you know, look, what did he, he did so many things. And he Kill said, nah, I want him. Yeah. I want him. And, and and God, you know, he didn't look at the fact that all the terrible things he did, the terrible detours, we go on our own detours. You see, God can say, I want you to go here. This is where I want you. He is very plain, 
to the point. He said, you know what? Forget about what you did. Forget about, and don't allow, and I always say that, don't allow people to hold your past against you. Let them be in bondage. <laughs> because if they're stuck in your past, that's dangerous. If somebody, that's like me, I'm stuck on Mary's past, and I have nothing to do with her. So it's just like, now <laughs> I'm in bondage because I'm stuck on her past. I can't forget what you did. Right. You know, so that's another deliverance we need. Like, stop focusing on everybody else's past as well, yeah. because we are not God. Plain and simple. If he can use the very worst people in the Bible, he can use us as well. And we struggle with it. We don't, and we don't realize if you don't get fully de- heal, uh, delivered. Like, for instance, when we got ordained as minister, <laughs> I was like, what? You ordained me? You know, I was like, I knew, because I knew I wasn't right. I knew. And when you honest with yourself, like, Lord, now, I'm ready to give you my all right now. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, I want to still be out there, you know, getting tatted up. And, you know, I'm not really, I was a weekend drinker. I was a weekend drinker. I'm talking about, I I couldn't tell you what happened. And God was like, I can use that. I can use that. You know, Mm -hmm. and... You just gotta, you just gotta, you just gotta walk in your deliverance, man. It's, it's a lot of people make it so hard, but it's, re- it's really not. And right. we're telling you it's not because we've been there because we thought it was hard. And the moment you say, you know what, God, have it all, <laughs> take it all, take my past, take everything I've been through, and ha- let me help somebody else. And that's when, that's what the Holy Spirit do, man. He, he'll give you that clean out if you ask for it. He's right. a keep if you want to be kept. <laughs> um, going back to the scripture that you said about um, the rest of God, um, mm. Pastor Leon Edwards did a topic on that. So if you ever find him um, on Facebook, but in order, there is an exception, y'all. In order to get that rest, you have to be, have to be. of Christ. You have to be a believer. And believing doesn't just mean, I remember back when I was at a Baptist church, they just said, if you have a, the mustard, the, the faith of a mustard <laughs> seed, seed yep. you would enter into heaven. And I grew up with that mentality, like, mm-hmm. all I got to do is believe. All I got to do is believe. I'm going to No, that's not what that means. Um, It means that you must believe. And when you believe and when you know the voice of God, then that means that we follow his word. Now, are you going to fall? Yes. You're human. You're going to fall. That's not an excuse to keep doing it. To keep doing it. Because like I said, remember Hebrews 10, 26. Um, But you're going to fall sometimes. So don't stay in that place. Because the enemy, like I said, he's going to come after you. They say he's like a, a, um, he's seeking whom he may devour. He's like a yeah, lion. He just, comes at your weakest Right. Moments. When you're weak and you're just like <clears> when an <throat> a, 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 um, animal, we've all watched Animal Kingdom, you see that little baby that is <laughs> not just like <laughs> not paying attention or he's attacked him and he's oh, just laying good. there trying that's to good. make it. And that lion is just circling, waiting so that he mm. can just devour him. And that's what the enemy does, especially now in your Christian walk. When you open up and you um, start going most. in your Bible... You start letting the Holy Spirit dwell in you. He's really going to come after you. So don't get comfortable. Um, You have to be in Christ. You have to stay in your word. And I'm going to be honest with you. There are times that I don't. I I think me and Toya had a a scenario yesterday when she was like, this is what the enemy wants. And I was like, oh, man, she's totally right. So even amongst the believers, you know, sometimes we just have our moments where we're just We've just allowed the enemy to come in and, and plant that seed of doubt. But it goes back to the childhood trauma that we yes, deal with and how it still do. affects us in our adulthood. 
Um, and as a believer of Christ, we have to put on the armor of God. Ephesians um, chapter six, six or is six. it four? Yeah. Uh, Ephesians, we have to have that armor on all day, not just when we go to bed, not when we just get up in the morning. Full it armor. has to right head to toe. Head to toe, you got to have <laughs> the helmet, the breastplate, the shield, yes, the God. shoes, the belt. You got to have it all Everything. because if you don't have it all together. Um, mm some part of you is going to be exposed yeah. and the enemy knows that and he's going to creep in wherever he can. Yeah. So um, just some other scriptures just to kind of wrap us up of where we're going. God, I almost feel like we need a part two in, I in know. this. Um, we I may know. have to get a special guest. Wink, wink out there in the audience to <laughs> um, give their testimony Sometimes and right to give also. their um, um, you know, encounters in that. But Galatians 2 and 20, it says, it is no longer I who live, but Christ live in me. So live in this earthly body by trusting in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So when we, when we go to Christ and when we accept him, there's a part of us that has to die. That means yes. those things that happen to us, those things have to die. Yeah. Um, I know it's hard. I know it feels like I said before, you just can't let why is it that we can't let go of the th stuff they have? It's like we love to hold on to because it. Because we don't want it's it's we don't want to change. You know, we're afraid. It, it is funny because God offers so much good right. things, but the fact that we have to and we don't want to we want to leave our some of us don't want to leave our past. We're comfortable subconscious in it. mind. Yeah, and we we get so <laughs> comfortable in our right. past. Like, oh, this feels good. You right. know. So if I change, and that's you know, thank you, Holy Spirit. A lot of people are afraid to walk with God because. When we walk with God, the enemy attacks more. Right. So therefore, yeah. and you know, the you fact that he attacks to, yeah. more, it's just like, now nah, I might as well just sit here and chill in my badness, in my right. sin. Because right now so, I'm enjoying life, right. you know. But it's, oh God, I've been there. And yeah. when you when you say, yeah, a lot of people hashtag goals. When you look, you don't know what's going on behind closed doors in these people's life. They might appear to be happy or, or appear to have it all together, but they might be... You know how you, you know how we take our wigs off. We might be looking like that bear, and <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying. And 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 I I glad he gave it to me because it's just like all right, let me take let me put my true self on. Right. But don't you want to be true to yourself all the time? Right. And that's you only gonna get that peace from God. You right. only gonna get that that trueness when you say like like Minister Mercy when you let go of that past. The past doesn't define y'all. I mean, we in the world, we say that the past doesn't define me. But do you really mean that? Right. That's because clearly <laughs> it's still affecting you and right. it's going to go to your kids. We don't understand these generational curses. Oh, are so well, you, strong. You're getting oh. into our next oh, topic. You always do that. <laughs> okay, well, hashtag part two. <laughs> but it's just like, you know, we, we don't understand how it affects our children. Yes. and. We That's going to be a cliffhanger yeah. for next week. Yeah. Um, Do that. <laughs> but just going back to the, the last scriptures of um, God who loved me and gave himself for me. You know, if God would have held, if Jesus would have held on to the trauma of going to the Christ. You know what? I don't want to die for their sin because I'm upset that this right, happened to me. Right. Like being tortured, spit on. And only because you Whipped. were saying things that were true. Whipped. You were fulfilling prophecy. You know, can you imagine being there with Jesus Christ, who was there in the beginning mm. when God created us? Thank you, Jesus. Um, he was there in the beginning, so he knew the word in and out. He told the Pharisees, he told the people things that only the Holy Spirit, I mean, only G God himself could have told him. Right. And he was still crucified for it. 
And it was by the people. Paper cut. Right. <laughs> it was by the people that he was sent there to save. But had he Jesus. held on to that, where would we be right now? Been. We'd be on our way to hell or dead because dead. we wouldn't have had Jesus. the sacrifice, yep. the lamb that was slayed for our sins. Um, Philippians 3 and 12 says, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind me and reaching forward to those mm. things which are ahead, I press toward Head. the goal for the prize of the upward call of God and Jesus Christ. Press. So <laughs> press, it doesn't mean that you're just going to boom, I'm there all of a right. sudden. It means press, that you're going to keep moving no matter what those past things that you're healing from, they can't hinder you when you're going right. to Christ. Right. So you have to continue to press forward. Uh, Luke 9 and 62 says, but Jesus said to him, no one having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom. So if you're somebody that is struggling right now, you know the word of God, you are pursuing God with all righteousness and then those things that happen to you in your past, you continue to go back and let the enemy use you through those things. It mm. says you're not fit, which means that you're not you're not even worthy of Christ if you come to His of who He the knowledge of who He is, and then you turn back and you go back into your pity. Right. God says you're not fit, so you have to continue. You have to let those things die um, daily, 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 right? Yeah. And move, continue to move forward in Christ. Matthew 6 and 15 says, but if you do not forgive others of their sin, your father will not forgive your sins. We're holding on to things that have happened to us with our parents, with our family, with our friends. And we just, one thing that tears my nerves up is hearing somebody, we see it on Facebook. They drag, you know, I'll never talk to this person again. I'll never do this. I'll never do that to this person. But then yet and still you're seeking that same forgiveness from from God, you have to be healed. Mm -hmm. And especially when you're going to minister to people, you have to be healed. We cannot go around continuing to hurt other people because we're hurt. Hurt right. people, hurt people. Hurt people, hurt people. That's and right. when you come to the knowledge of Christ, we we can't do that, y'all. And that's talking to myself included. Um, I'm not above just because I'm talking on this subject. You know, I hurt people because I've been hurt when you have... You know, you get to a point where you just feel like everybody hates you. You know, you suffer with rejection. I've mm -hmm. gone through that. And because I feel that way, I I'm kind of, I protect myself because I don't want people to hurt me. I don't want to hurt. But if you're reaching out to other, if you are a minister in Christ, and I'm not talking about being ordained as a minister. I'm talking about if you are a believer in Christ and you're just going out and trying to bring other people to Christ, guess who you're going to be dealing with? You're going to be dealing with hurt people yep. and they're going to hurt you That's because right. they don't know who Christ so, is, but so, it's yep. our job to show them that through our lives, through us talking and giving our testimony. Right. Like Minister Toya said, you know, she was near suicide. i attempted suicide several times in my adulthood and you know we're gonna be hurt we're not gonna be sitting here as christians just walking through just look at the example our main example was jesus christ jesus christ and yes. if he was tortured and killed what why do we expect any less and we right. have to use those things that the enemy set up for it to hurt us mm -hmm. as good in jesus christ so um i'm going with that do you have any closing remarks um <laughs> we could go on. No, I know, right? Um, one of one of the things that that stood out to me when I was going through a lot of people say, "Oh, um, oh, people have it worse." Mm -hmm. You don't know the level of people's worse. You know, a lot of people are. Everyone's different. You know, Mary can get. You know, she can get a headache and she'll be okay with it. But if I get a headache, right. 
I, I'm dang near dying. Like, and, and we have to look at it that way because... You know, I've heard that so many times. Mm -hmm. Oh, you don't even got a bed. You don't even got a bed. I said, but this is my bed. This is what I'm going through. And, you know, of course, you know, when people, when people don't, that's another thing, you know, when you, you have to be in the word. So the people that you don't go to, they're not going to want to hear this. They're not going to hear, oh, Jesus, Jesus, this, Jesus, that. They want to hear the truth. They want to hear that. Okay. I'm like, listen, I, I did almost kill myself. You know, but the Lord kept me. You can't, you have to be, you have to show grace and compassion when you talk to people because a lot, you, you like I say, you don't know what's each other past. Right. You know, if, if I'm coming at you, Jesus, 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 when all that does is trigger what I went through and now I'm, I'm, I'm shutting down completely. But when you come in love, listen, I've been there and, and God didn't allow me to do it. When you come with love and compassion and you know, and be sincere because a, a person out there gonna know you being fake. Right. You know, a, a person out there, you know, when they, especially when they're surrounded by it, it's like you're not, you're no different. Right. So why would I listen to you? And that's one of the reasons why we're doing this because you know, this is us. This, this is us completely naked. This is us yeah. saying, hey, we're gonna be real with y'all. We're gonna tell you the stuff we've been through because. We're not ashamed anymore right. because we've been through that stuff so we can go, so we can be where we are now right. and go where the Lord wants us to go. Yeah. And this, the fact that the Lord is doing this for us, we can say, you know, we didn't do this because I'm, I'm low key. I'm like the most shyest person. I'm a shy people person. I don't like being in the forefront. Yeah. Like I'm really friendly. <laughs> I'm like, I, and I, I used to say that I'm really friendly. But when it come down to doing stuff like this, I'm really like, I'm really low key. I'm the behind the scene person. And, you know, but, you know, Holy Spirit says it's time to come boldly to the throne. It's time to be bold now because, you know, it's time for the church to step up. It's time for the church to step up. And we can't be afraid to air our dirty, dirty laundry because we don't want the people to look at us different. Right. That's who they need. They need right. people to say, you know, I got dirt. It's, I'm, I'm filthy. Everybody that's not, first of all, if you're not a guy, you already filthy. But you, but for us to say, you know, ah, uh, Jesus, I am high and mighty. I've never been through that type of stuff. What? No, I, I came out the womb saved. Right. That's a pure lie, you know. And don't. And if you're out there and you think that way, don't think that way. Don't. Right. Don't even matter. We're supposed to be looking at God first of all. Don't look at other people uh, because we'll fail every time. You know, so God loves us, man. And like I said, if he can do it for the people in his Bible, and if God can sit there and take those yes. whips, if he can sit there and put that, that, that thorn on his head for us, you know, don't let, don't let your past define you. And also, don't allow, even if you're in a current situation now, don't allow it to minimize the love of God. Seek God and ask him, Lord, why am I going through this? Or help me get through it. Because he's the God in the beginning and, and in the middle. So he's with you. You just got to call out to him. You just got to say, you know what, God, here it is. And he'll be there, man. And that's that's it. Because if I keep talking, I'm going to go to next week. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, this is our time. This was episode three. Healing yep. from our past. Yeah, um, the Holy Spirit yes. had revealed that to Toya that we should talk about that. And it kind of still goes into... Episodes one and two yeah, of uh, God and our relationships. Tied and, together. Yeah. That's how the Holy Spirit um, do. And one of these days, we'll probably swing back around to this conversation because it's so much that we try to cram into this little bit of time without losing um, the interest of the people listening. But next week, guess what we're talking about? Mm-hmm. 
Idol worship. Ooh, that was, I don't know why I said it like that. Idol worship. And we are going to have a special guest. Um, should I announce it now? Do you want me to announce it now? Because I see that you're online. Would you like for me to announce it now? Who our special guest will be next week? Um, this person has asked that if we have questions about idol worship, you were kind of going there before of the mm-hmm. curses that come when we worship um, idols and you wouldn't believe it. But some of the things that we do on a daily basis is idol worship. Um, he's give up. us the thumbs up. Our <laughs> apostle Joseph Tillman will be live with us next Saturday. Um, like I said, we'll be talking about idol worship and the things that comes along with it. Um, right. Some of the things that you wouldn't think is our idols. Are I was just about to say that. Yeah, idols. <laughs> they, think um, everything is, they think everything is materialistic. <laughs> let me tell you something. I have to dig my toes deep on this subject because I know that I can't even give you the full scope. So we're gonna bring in um, Apostle Joseph Tillman. He will be with us. Um, did you have anything you want to say about idol worship? You want to give him a sneak peek? No, because if I talk, I will stop. <laughs> <laughs> we just, I'm <laughs> telling you, it's, and and this is I, you know. I, we love being this way. It's just yeah. like talking about God is like the most. Right. It's just the most peaceful thing. And like I said, if you're not talking about God, is what are, what are we what right. are we here for? Right. <laughs> so, and we have to warn people because yeah, man. if not, then what is God gonna say to us on right. the day of judgment right. when and the we knew? Be on our hand and right. You know, and people don't think that. People don't think yeah. you holding all the stuff in that. Yeah. Well, that's them. No, go talk to them. Yeah. That's that's we. That's why I did that for you. But no, yeah. yeah. If I talk, I'm just gonna run it all okay. out. <laughs> well, that is episode three. Make sure y'all don't miss it on next Saturday nine o'clock. Please like. Please share. People need to hear this. Even if it's just one other person, I do want to give a shout out to Minister Jane Gregory all the way from Africa. Um, So thank you for tuning in. Timothy Fletcher from Texas um, and all of the folks in Rocky. I see Minister Moore, um, uh, Prophetess Dewana Tillman. um, Miss Watson. she's She's not labeled as a prophetess, but... I don't know. I Ooh. feel something in my spirit to say prophetess Katavia. Oh, oh um, okay. One of these days, we hope yeah. to get some of their perspectives because these are women of God uh, definitely um, have a true calling to minister to other people. Right. Um, they do it every day in our lives. They've kind of helped to shape us into the women that we are through the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, so we hope to have them on. Uh, I'm, you know, just throwing y'all out there, but... Um, <laughs> We just want to acknowledge them because we know that they have a wealth of um, knowledge from the Holy Spirit that must go forth and must be shared. And this is our time to do it. So we will see y'all next Saturday. Don't forget the topic is... Oh, idol worship. Idol worship. (laughs) Idol worship. We'll check y'all out later. Uh, We're going to end in prayer. One prayer. Oh, yes. Pray? I'm oh. sorry. Go ahead. All right. Um, That's right. Oh, God. Father God, we thank you. Yes, God, Lord. we just, we just, we just adore you, God. We thank you for the joy that you have placed in us, God. Mm-hmm. And God, right now, we ask that anybody that's listening, God, touch their hearts, God, touch their minds, God. Let them know that you love them. Yes. Let them know that it doesn't matter what they're going through. It doesn't matter what they did. It doesn't matter what they're doing now, that you love them. If they just call unto you, God, that you will give them that clean heart, God, and you will give them the peace that surpasses all understanding, God, and they will walk in newness every day. God, let them understand this is a daily walk. Deliverance is a daily thing. You're yes. not going to get there overnight. So, God, I ask that you... 
hug them, God. Hug them. Wrap your arms around them and let them know you got this. You got this, God. So therefore, they can they can go in knowing that, you know, in you, in God, I am strong. In God, I am the the, the peace. I can have the peace, God. Yes. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We'll check y'all out next Saturday. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, Lord. I got to wait. Is it still going when it's ended? Oh, okay. No, no, no. Man, don't let me drink no uh, red oh, um, bank. No, I'm.